Hi friends, and welcome to the Be Nourished podcast, where we talk about the nourishing things in life, relationships, food, jobs, dreams, and everything in between. Today on the podcast, we have the delightfully charming Summer. She is the founder of Fat Girls Hiking, and she talks to us about how she sort of stumbled into this experience, did not at all expect to do this, and in fact, really did not like hiking very much when she first started this, but how it kind of fell in her lap and she has taken it and run with it. And her goal and her heart and her mission is to really include people who have been told by themselves or by others that they are not capable specifically in this case when it comes to hiking. Um, And she really just welcomes everybody of all shapes and sizes and backgrounds and ethnicities and all the things to come and join and be a part of the community. And she does it really well. She's really delightful to talk to. And it's a very inspiring message to just get out there and do the thing that you think you can't do or that's too hard or whatever your reason is. And it's just so fun to watch her grow. When we first recorded this, um, She was about to embark on a journey across the U.S. to open new chapters, and since we've recorded, she has been doing that. So be sure and check out the show notes um, or listen close at the end of the episode because I give to you the places you can go to find out where she is, where she has been, how things are going, what she needs, and all that good stuff. So without further ado, here's Miss Summer. Hi, Summer. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So excited that you're here. It's been really fun to watch your journey with Fat Girls Hiking. And I've had people like Amy and other people who've been a part of Fat Girls Hiking that I learned about before talking to you. So it's been really cool to watch the whole journey thus far. And you're about to embark on a huge thing, which we'll talk about. So Fat Girls Hiking is doing awesome right now. It's so fun. Thanks. I know, it has been quite a journey for me too. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I currently reside in Oregon. I lived here for about 10 years. I'm originally from Minnesota. Um, and I'm a writer and a photographer and, um, a nanny, um, by day. Um, usually now I'm a, technically a professional hiker. Yes. (laughs) Really funny. Um, because about six years ago is when I started hiking. I never had a big chunk of my life where I didn't really like being outside. Um, I definitely identified with being a more indoorsy person. And, uh, so yeah, about six years ago, I started hiking and, um, that's sort of what led me to start back growth hiking. That is so neat. So how did you get from Minnesota to Oregon? Cause that's not, I mean, that's kind of a stretch, right? That's a, a distance. Uh, oh yeah. It's over 2,000 miles, I believe, <laughs> um, because I must do that drive again here oh, my goodness. coming up this week, actually. Wow. Um, on my way, on my journey to open more Taco Placing chapters, I'm going um, back to Minnesota and then go to the East Coast. So, yeah, I um, so I grew up in Minnesota and um, moved around a lot with my family, but mostly in the confines of Minnesota. And I just, um, I think I was uh, like 28 or 29, and um, I just wanted, you know, to live somewhere else. I don't know, I just had this sort of urge to move somewhere else. And mm-hmm. Oregon was really appealing because there's the ocean and there's mountains. And I never lived, like, within a, a short driving distance of the ocean, you know, being in Minnesota my whole life. And the um, the ocean really had a pull on me. You know, I really mm-hmm. wanted to 
Uh, I really wanted to be able to like uh, access the ocean, and that that was my main driving force in moving to Oregon. Yeah. And um, Portland is really um, similar to Minneapolis, where I where I had been living for ten years at the time. Um, in that, like, they, we have similar like. Um, very liberal and like good bike scene and queer scenes and like um, culturally like you know diverse and um, just like sort of all the things that I look for. It's a smaller city, you know, just the things that I want and I um, in the places that I live, I guess. Sure. So that, that was kind of what happened um, yeah. there, but mostly I did move here for the ocean. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's a good yeah. reason. <laughs> that's a really yeah, good reason. Yeah, yeah. I want to visit. You know, I. I've been to Colorado, but I have not been further west than that, and I really want to... My One of my very dear friends lives out, um, out in Washington State, and so I want to come visit oh, yeah. her and just, like, live every dream out there, because I've heard it's beautiful, and I'm sure the weather... I'm, you know, I live in the south, and so it's very hot, so I yeah. am ready for some different weather, so that I want to visit for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I, that was definitely part of my decision, too, is the climate is... Um, it just feels more accessible. Like, you can actually be outside pretty much all year round, um, if you don't mind the rain, which I don't mind the rain at all, and, um, but yeah, there's not really, there's not, there's very few days where it's, like, too hot or too cold to go outside, Mm. um, so I really like that about being here, that you really do feel like you're around, you can be outdoors, and that's, like, now that's, like, really important to me, but yeah, I, in growing up in Minnesota, same, like, you know, it's, like, freezing cold in the winter, and, like, it's really humid and hot, and, like, muggy not as hot as now it's not not as hot as like Tennessee but you know pretty yes pretty close yeah the mugginess it's it's too much I'm like I have got to move out of the south I'm telling you it's crazy yeah I I highly recommend it like once once or twice in your life making a big move it's really it can be really rewarding it can be a really um you really grow and you really learn a lot about yourself, I think, from, totally. um, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, um, oh, yeah. if you will. Um, I, I'm really a big fan of that for myself. I find myself having the biggest growth um, period in my life when I'm doing things that feel a little scary and are a little bit uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not everyone can do that, and I totally respect that, too, you know? It's sure. just for me, I know that, like, I need that. I need yeah. that for sure. Well, and if nothing else, it's a good time to get rid of all your crap. Because I just feel like, who oh bought gosh. this stuff? Like, who did, who bought all my crap? I don't know, but I have so much. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute, absolutely. And also, um, you know, like, currently I'm living out of my 1996 Toyota Corolla. Right. right? So, um, I had been living in a one-bedroom apartment in Portland, and then I moved to a small town about an hour south for the summer. And um, now all my stuff is in a little storage locker, and mm-hmm. and everything that I need is in my car. So it was really a cool process to be to like be um, dwindling down my things and be like, okay, what do I really need to survive? Really, like sure. you know, I need a bed, I need a place to sleep, I need to have clothes, um, you know, and then just for my mental health, I need books and I need oh, yeah. little craft things that I can work on and little art supplies and my journal and things like that, you know? Totally. So it, it was really, I, and then I, um, I'm probably going to take my mom's van once I get to Minnesota, so I'll have a little bit more space than the Corolla. Oh, yeah. But I was like, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring my little portable record player, and that'll be like oh, my little frivolous thing. And fun. And like, I'll like, be in, my, be in my mom's van and, like, be able to, like, listen to my records and stuff. I'm that is so neat. I think that'll feel really good, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So you mentioned yeah. that you have not always been an outdoorsy person, but now here, here you yeah. are, like, the head of... 
a hiking chapter. Like, how did that happen, girl? How did you go from, you know what, I'm good. I'm good being inside to, like, now running this really successful fat girls hiking business. What changed for you? Oh, my gosh. I know people ask me that all the time. Um, <laughs> so, because it's true, it's really, it is really, it's really funny to me that this, that this is my job now. And, you know, uh, I talk to my ex about that all the time, and he's always like, yeah, it really cracks me up because you used to, like, really not be into nature. <laughs> but I, I, I think what happened is, um, so I started hiking. I was dating somebody, and um, she would just, like, surprise me with hikes. She would just um, be like, oh, let's go for a drive on, like, a Sunday, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go for a little drive. There's so much beautiful stuff except really close to Portland. So we just go for a little drive for, like, you know, an hour. And then she would be like, um, hey, let's just go for a walk down this trail. It's like a waterfall. And I would be like, serious. In my head, I would be like, seriously. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I would like, have like, a mini skirt on and like, you know, suede fashion boots with like no traction. Right. And trying to be a good sport, you know, so I would, I would do it and be a good sport about it. But in my head, the whole time, I would just be like, uh, you know, like complaining <laughs> to myself. Sure. Um, but then I would get to, like, the waterfall or whatever cool thing she wanted to show me, and I would be like, oh, wow. Like, mm-hmm. this is actually really amazing. I can't believe this is here and that I just walked here, you know? Um, and and so after that, I, I, just started, I guess I started realizing that I could do that, you mm-hmm. know, that it was it was something that I actually could do. I just I guess I, I always thought that, like, it, hiking wasn't something that was for me because, I think, I really believe it was because I didn't see people like me represented in, you know, if you think about it, if you see it like an REI ad or oh, Patagonia yeah. ad or any sort of ad for like outdoor gear, it's always a certain type of person and that person is definitely not me. Mm. You know, I'm like, I'm fat and I'm queer and I have a lot of tattoos and I, I don't, I don't wear pants. I always wear dresses or skirts. Right. And so when I was hiking, I was, I, that's what I was wearing. I was wearing you know, and I don't have a lot of money, so I I, sure. I would just be wearing, like, sneakers or whatever. And I had this idea that you had to, like, have all this gear, and you had to, like, look a certain way and be a certain type of person to be a hiker, you know? Sure. Um, and, and so in realizing that, oh, actually, you don't. They totally lied to you. And, and I'm a really rebellious person by nature, so I was like, why did you even buy that? Like, why mm-hmm. didn't you just try it, you know? But that's what I'm trying to do now with background hiking is... Um, other people who are like thinking oh maybe that's not for me I'm saying no it can be if you want it to be or you don't even have to consider yourself an outdoorsy person you can just come and be part of a community and maybe it'll rub off on you or maybe you'll you know find the sort of healing um properties that I find in the outdoors for yourself because I I just want people to have access to that and have a place where they can like come uh, you know, like let's all all the us people that feel like we don't fit in mm-hmm. and that feel like you know we're indoorsy people that we can go do that together and and really just access the others in any way we want. We can, you know, like yesterday with, with the group we went to the U.S. the Oregon coast and we just walked on the beach together mm-hmm. as a group. We explored sea caves and tide pools and you know played in the water and found rocks and shells and. You know, we didn't. It, I, I don't even know if I would consider it a hike. It was like a walk on the beach, but we were all together. Yeah. And like, you know, for some people that came alone, that I would probably wouldn't feel comfortable doing this by myself. And um, I don't really have anybody to come do this with. And this was really amazing to like have a group of people who you know aren't going to judge me and who are going to like be kind to me and who I can you know talk with and make friends with and stuff. And that's been like the most incredible thing is like really finding other people who 
have those same feelings that I've had and really just support them and, and say, I, and I can understand where they're coming from. And I think that's, that's why it's been successful because I get, I get those feelings. I get the, like, you don't feel like this is for you. And yeah. that's fine. And maybe it won't be for you, but it's okay to try it. You know, why not? Yeah. Well. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, you know what? I kind of love that you sort of got tricked into it. That's hilarious. Like, I can just envision you, like, in your nice outfit with your boots walking. But you know what? That's the thing that Amy said to me, too. It's like, you don't think you can do it, and it is really hard, and you're, like, sweaty, and, you know, you get blisters and things, but then you get to the waterfall. And I love that that is kind of what you said about your experience as well, is, like, it might be hard, but then the result of it is amazing. And I think even more what you've been speaking to is the result of Fat Girls Hiking has been a community of people who have previously been told in one way or another, like, you can't, you don't fit, you're not right. But you guys come together and you have created this, like, blossoming experience for people to come together. And everybody I know that has been a part of Fat Girls Hiking has said that it does feel like that. You do get to come together with people who you don't even have to know. You know, I think about Amy, my yeah. friend Amy, and I know that she has said she was not the type of person who would have typically gone and done things like that on her own, but ever since being mm -hmm. involved with, like, Fat Girls Hiking and finding you guys on Instagram, she has done, like, a million trillion hikes. I don't even know how many. Yeah. And it's just so cool <laughs> that she, like, she found you guys and that sort of sparked her own internal, and now she lives in Tennessee, so she can take that elsewhere, and I just, I just really think that's very interesting and so cool that you guys have done it that way. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, right? I, I it just kind of grew naturally. Like, when I started Fat Girls Hiking, honestly, it was me and my my partner at the time, we I was just documenting what we were doing, um, like the hikes that we were doing because, you know, I was I'm a photographer, so I'm like really into Instagram and I'm like looking at Instagram being like, Okay, cool. I'm in a hiking now, like where are the other people like me? Um, mm. you know, searching Instagram and being like, There's nothing I don't see anybody on Instagram on these outdoor accounts, right? That are like sure. like any sort of like outdoor at in two thousand fifteen when I started, there was nothing. You know, there was um, there was, like, a group called She Explores, which is, like, uh, outdoor group for women um, on Instagram. And that was, like, the only thing I could find that was, like, a women's outdoor account. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and that, they've come a long way since then. But at the time, it was, um, you know, they were very much featuring the same type of people that, like, REI ads were. It was, like, a, you know, a, a certain type of woman. It was, like, a thin white woman. Yeah. Um, you know, that was able-bodied. And I don't know. And, and that was fine. There's, I'm not trying to, like, you know hate on that or anything i'm just saying that that wasn't that i don't resonate with that experience sure. and so um it's starting the fact that the instagram account that's what it started as is an instagram account to be like an, another voice and something else and mm -hmm. it was just me and my partner at the time like where we did this hike and here's where we went camping and mm -hmm. and then people started using the hashtag fat girls hiking and i was like huh this is cool <laughs> and then i started featuring people that were using the hashtag, and I was like, okay, it just kind of grew from there, and then um, people started asking for group hikes, and I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know how to do that, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, I'm not a leader, yeah, Funny. I can't do that, and then, but people kept bugging me, and I was like, but I think it has to be, I think that's what it's going to be, you know, just kind of like letting it progress in this way that seemed really natural for, um, for what people wanted, and also like what I wanted to offer people, too, like, yeah, I, I remember not seeing people on the trail that looked like me or people on social media that looked like me and outdoor ads and things like that. And now I feel like it's changed, actually. There are yeah. like, tons of groups now. And, um, yeah, I remember Amy being one of the, like, first people to reach out and be really inspired by 
that they're fighting in um you know i know she went on a hike in nashville um with uh, with the group and then she came to oregon and i took her around to all my favorite places yeah near portland and we had an amazing time and like you know it's funny just to like meet someone that you know through social media yes. but um but i think because of the fact hiking connection like you kind of know that it's going to be good people because sure. i i, I I've only met really good people through that girl typing, you know, and I've made some incredible friends that way too. So um, I'm really grateful for that. I think I'm 40 and I think it's really hard as an adult to like make friends, yeah, <laughs> you know, totally. when you're like past college and totally. um, like I, I was a nanny, so I didn't really like meet people at work, you know, and um, right. so it was a really good way for me to like have social um, connections too outside of hiking, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's interesting to me that it really just kind of, it kind of tumbled like with, with or without you almost, you know, like you just were posting, you were doing your own thing and then people started approaching mm-hmm. you and you just, it kind of just went from there. That's really neat. I didn't realize that that's how it kind of got started is that it just, it just got started. And I think because, yeah. you know, the message is that you can do this, whoever you are, you can do this. And I think people really do resonate with that. I know that you've experienced that. Like people need to hear that more than ever. And so it's interesting that people just gravitated towards you because of the message that you had. And then you just ran with it, which is not easy. I mean, you could have very easily been like, um, I can't, I'm too scared. I don't want to, I don't know how to do this. Like, like what you mentioned about, you know, I'm not a leader, which I think is kind of funny. You know, clearly you are a leader, but you know, you could have easily said, no thanks, but you chose to run with it. And I think that's really cool because it does take bravery to do that. Yeah, thanks. And I, you totally, I, I, thank you for saying that. And I, it does take bravery, bravery but, um, but really it's just, I just think that I just wanted to like offer something that I knew was lacking and, and something that I wish I had had when I started hiking, you know? Sure. Um, and, and so being able to create that was really just, um, it was like a healing thing for myself too, to be, to, to connect with these people who have the same experience and people are always emailing me saying they're so inspired by what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm inspired by what everyone else, well, well like all these people that I teach, I'm inspired by everyone here, you know, it's, yeah. um, I'm just kind of like the curator and, um, you know, not to downplay all the work that I do to make this happen, but, um, but it's not a, I, I like I I don't I I guess I feel a little uncomfortable when people make it about me because it's not necessarily like about me sure. you know what I mean yeah um, that's like a, I guess what I when I am like uh, I guess a leader I feel a little uncomfortable calling myself a leader yeah um, because I feel like there's all these like expectations when you're in a role like that like or these ideas oh, about yeah. what that means. Um, and I all the time talk about how I don't have all the answers and, um, I want people to like do what it feels right for them. And if like, I'm going to give them these choices and give them the permission to, you know, um, stop and take breaks when they want. And I'm going to say, this is where we, um, this is the, the idea of where we want to go on this hike, but we don't have to do that. So like just really having it be more open-ended and more, um, relaxed and you know I feel like we have this idea of leaders in our especially like outdoor hiking leaders we have this idea that oh, yeah. they're like these infallible these infa- you know that they're like perfect and they know they the never lose their breath well. they, they <laughs> yeah. know how to get there and we're definitely getting to this waterfall and I'm like you know what I've never done this hike and um I have this map and we're gonna do this together and it's more like we are all co-leaders in this experience and I don't want to be like, I'm the person telling you what to do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. um, that, that's, I think that's my uncomfortableness with like, uh, with that label. Um, also just because I've, I've been a very rebellious teenager and a, I'm just kind of a rebellious person and um, 
I kind of buck against being... <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, you know, some sort of authority figure. Like, I don't really want that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so but I, I think... want to be more like, here, let's, like, co-create this together, you know? But I think that's a healthy position to take because, you know... It... I think on some level, if you take it all on yourself, not only does it lose, like, the authentic authentic nature that it has, but it also can become something that you hate. You know, it can turn into something that you no longer enjoy. And, and like I said, we're going to get to it, but you're about to t- embark on a huge journey. Like, you have gone all in. So if you were to see okay. yourself as, like, all the burden is on your shoulders, I mean, I just don't know that it could sustain. So I do think that's a healthy position for sure. Plus, it makes it more right. fun. And also, yeah, totally. I think totally. I um, it's the only way that I can really um, do this this work um, uh, and feel like it's um, a healthy um, like job for me to have yeah. or a healthy role to put myself in. I guess Definitely. it just makes sense for me to have that to have that be the the sort of way that I look at this job. You know, for sure. So you have chapters now, kind of like in various places. But I'm guessing yeah. it just sort of started in Oregon. So how did you develop these chapters? And I know that you're about to develop some more, but how did the first chapter begin? Where, Like, what happened from there? Yeah, so it started in Portland because that's where I was living um, and, you know, doing group hikes. And I think I did group hikes for, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half or something. Um, and then kind of feeling like wanting, wanting to do more, like, adventures as well, like things outside of just hiking. Um, so we started, and it, we call it an adventure group, um, where we can, like, do camping or sort of, out, like, um, weekend retreats and things like that, and, um, and that's, that was, like, sort of the beginning of, like, expanding beyond group hikes, mm. um, and then I, at one of the retreats, I met, um, Tamara, who lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, actually, and, um, she came, you know, she had been following backwards hiking and she came to Oregon from Tennessee to like be part of this community because she felt like that was really lacking in the town that she lived in. Um, and she was really, um, interested in starting a backwards hiking chapter in Knoxville because she really, really is so passionate about having that kind of community for herself because it's really hard for her in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we talked and... Um, it took a long time because people were, were um, kind of, you know, it's a lot of, I was, you know, working full time and so that was kind of like my, my second full time job really. Sure. And, um, and um, so it took a while and people kept asking for chapters and seeing pictures and being like, oh, that's so cool that you have this group in um, Portland, but, you know, um, I would love to have something like this where I live. Like that was the number one email I got. And I, you know, the number one message I received was, um, can I have this where I live? Can I make one of these communities in where I live? Mm-hmm. And it just took me a while to really like think about how I wanted that to look and what I wanted that to be and how I could do that in a way that sort of um, held on to the integrity of Factor Piking because it's like my baby at this point. Sure. I feel like it's just like this thing that, you know, like I feel really protective of. So um, when Tamara said she wanted to um, have a chapter there, I was like, yeah, because I, I trust her. I know her personally. I've met her. Um, I know that her, like, that politics are really spot on. I know she's really body positive. Like, she's really welcoming. And um, so her and I sort of worked together. I'm like, I was like, let's, you know, if you want to do this, like, let's figure this out together because I don't know how to do this. It's, all of this is totally new to me, and mm-hmm. I'm sort of learning as I go. And she was totally willing to work with me and, you know, like, fumble through the, like, stuff of, like, how is this going to work and, what you know. Um, sure. And I felt really good about it being somebody that I knew. Um, and then we figured it out, and 
I think she was doing group hikes um, and, you know, not having a lot of response from um, people coming out and showing up for the, um, the group hikes that she was leading. But she just kept at it, and I think the last hike she did, she had, like, 12 people show up, you know? She's oh, been doing great. it for... I think a year now, I want to say. Maybe maybe it's over a year. Um, I have to ask her. But, um, so that was the beginning. And um, and then as I kind of felt more confident in having, um, in how to um, find ambassadors and how to open up chapters and, like, what that all looks like on my end and um, feeling like I can take on that extra work, too, um, that's when I started um, expanding to other places. So uh, I knew that we had a big... Um, I have, like, on face, the Facebook page, you can kind of look at your staff. If you're a page, you can look at, like, where your followers um, live. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to see different areas where um, where there's a lot of interest, um, people that are interested in fact hiking. So I knew that the West Coast would be easy for me to access to opening chapters. And um, so the first one outside of Knoxville, so Portland was first in Knoxville. And then um, Seattle, I had been going up to Seattle. To, there's a lot of people there that want to do hiking with hot growth hiking. And so I went up to Seattle, I think, three times and did pop-up hikes and, you know, sort of putting out the word that I'm looking for anybody who wants to be ambassadors. And I think it was the first hike um, I found La Monica, and she she, she was like, um, I'm new to hiking. And um, the first hike I went on was, was with a meetup group, and, they left me behind because I was oh, too slow, no. I guess. And, and I was like, no. I was Sad. so mad for her. I wanted to, like, go and, like, have a chat with that group, yeah. you know, because <laughs> that's just, like, that's such a horrible feeling. Yeah. And, but, like, I totally connected with LaMonica on that and, you know, um, you know, asked her if she wanted to be an ambassador, and she did. And then I um, talked to another woman on another pop-up hike in Seattle, and Rosemary, and she was really into it, too. And um, she has really... Um, uh, you know, she's really informed on, like, health at every size, and um, she's a professor and um, a lesbian, and, like, you know, like, I just want to have, like, a diverse um, array of leaders um, representing Jackrow Hiking, too. That's really important to me, um, and people who, like, the most important thing to me is that people, um, uh, you know, know the mission and are um, able to, like, uphold the mission of Jackrow Hiking, and um, so then after Seattle, I went to L.A., and then Minnesota, and then I just opened one in Vancouver, BC. So those are that we have six right now. Wow. And um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And so, I, yeah, just like going through this process and like finding people has been, I've just been kind of fine tuning in as I'm, you know, getting more chapters and getting, I'm like really telling the ambassadors, like, hey, um, you know, this, this is, you're just as part of this as I am. And if there's something that, you know, we need to change or something that um, isn't feeling right or good or like, if you have any questions or suggestions, like, please, like, let's, let's be in, like, open communication about this because it's really important to me that, like, they feel like they have this, you know, um, this power to, you know, be part of this thing and make it what it what it can be for them. And, mm. and I have the, the ambassadors in L.A. have given me some really good suggestions. And um, I'm, just, I'm just, like, loving how, um, how we can just, like, keep making this better and better and better and keep growing and... Um, yeah, I'm about to go uh, open some more chapters across yeah. the U.S. And so tell us about that. Yeah, tell us yeah. about that. You just jumped all in, and so now you are traveling. Is it across the whole U.S.? Yeah, so well, this this first leg is going to be, I'm calling this my fall tour. Um, the, the first leg is going to be um, the northeast U.S. and the southeast Canada. Wow. 
So, yeah, I, um, like, quit my job, put my stuff in storage, um, started a GoFundMe, and um, I'm just going for it because, like I said, this is the number one question I get. Like, this is so cool what you're doing. I wish I had a community like this where I live, you know. That's mm-hmm. what people want. People want to have this in their area. So I'm just, I'm really committed. I'm super passionate about offering that to people and, and, and helping people um, build community where they live. Um, so, and for me, the most um, financially accessible way of doing that, because I don't have a lot of money. I don't have savings. I was a nanny. You know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Um, so, um, you know, having a GoFundMe and having people donate money so I can do this work was really essential to making it possible. Um, and it's, yeah, I'm kind of like, well, I hope I have enough money to keep doing this. <laughs> and uh, just taking the risk because it's so important to me. And I know it's sure. important to other people. And, um, you know, so far it's been working. And I'll just keep going until, you know, I run out of money. That's that's kind of my, um, that's kind of what I've um, decided. And, um so I'm going to leave for Montana this week, and mm. I want to open a chapter in Missoula, and Very I'm going to go cool. down to the Grand Teton, so Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and then going up to the Badlands, but just kind of making my way to Minnesota um, to get my mom's van, okay. and, um, and then once I get to Minnesota, I'm going to um, head to, like, Wisconsin, Chicago, and then make my way towards New York and, do, you know, do a bunch of hikes along the way, and this whole process is going to take about months I, I believe I'm thinking because I'll probably leave the hikes on the weekends and um, um, travel in between um, in between the hikes on the weekends because um, most people I mean I can offer some um, evening weekday hikes but mm-hmm. um, those are, are a little bit trickier for some people so sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going for it. Wow. And it's, like, really scary, but it's really sure. exciting, and um, I'm super nervous, but I'm, like, really happy. I mean, it's just, like, yeah. a whirlwind of, like, all these different emotions oh, as yeah. I'm doing this. Well, and, you know, I mean, honestly, what do you have to lose? Like you said, you jump in, you do this thing that you love and that you're passionate about. Worst case scenario, you run out of money, and then you just come back and, you know, maybe be a nanny again. Yeah. Like, I feel like... I love that. I love it when people choose the brave route because bravery is not without fear. It is not without cost. It's not without, you know, uncertainty and it may not work, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. And I think that's really, really cool that you have decided, you know what, why not now? Like people are interested. The chapters are going well. I think I'm going to do this thing. And I think people are going to really respond, especially having you there in person and really doing that connection because it is you know, you can connect with people over the internet and stuff, of course, but it's not the same. And so I think bringing it to life in person, I think is really going to make a difference. Yeah. And that, yeah, exactly. And that's, um, and I, I, people email me and say like, how do I start this? And I, and and it was really hard for me to say, well, I'm not going to just, you know, no, no, I'm not saying personal to people who have emailed me and said that, but like, I'm not just going to hand over fat girls hiking to just anyone that emailed me, you know, like, it's really important that I do meet people in person that I sort of like get a, an instinct and a vibe and, you know, feel out people's energy and talk to people in person, not just like over FaceTime or Skype. Like I want to hike with people and I want to like talk with them about being back there in person. Like that is really important to me. So yeah. that's why, you know, doing this driving tour, um, I, it just seems like the most um, economical way to, um, talk to as many people as possible, you know, um, 
because yeah, I just I have to. I and and I I, I think it's been um, successful so far um, yeah. in choosing ambassadors. I just got so many. There's so many great ambassadors in Texas hiking and um, building their own community, and it probably looks totally different than the Portland chapter. And I love that about it that people can really just like connect with the people that live in their area and make their community what they want, you know, and, mm. um, the Minnesota ambassador, one of them is a yoga teacher and, um, she incorporates yoga on the hike sometimes. And I think oh, that's cool. so amazing. And, you know, the other ambassadors as part of this curvy Killy crew, they're going to like this group of plus size women are climbing Mount Kilimanjaro in, oh, my um, goodness. on international women's day. Yeah. That's so amazing. Cool. And, we have like several ambassadors that are that are part of that um, that group, so it's just so awesome to like connect with the ambassadors too, and like they're just doing amazing things in their lives, and you know they're like me, and they're like part of this community, and then it's just I, I don't know, I just it's so exciting to be part of, you know. Mm. Um, I I love it. I love this work a lot. Yeah. Do you have like an ultimate dream for Fat Girls Hiking? Like, do you see where you want it to go, or are you kind of just taking it a day at a time? <laughs> Yeah, well, I am kind of, like, living the dream. Um, yeah. My ultimate dream, well, I, it's funny because there was, a, there was a, some filmmakers in Canada who made a documentary about fat girl biking um, and followed me around for a couple of years, um, you know, a few times. And um, when the documentary came out, I watched it. It was at the Vancouver Queer Film Festival. And what I said which when the filmmaker asked me that was the same thing I feel now. It's, it's what I'm starting to do now. And it's that I wanted to, I want to travel, you know, North America in an RV and mm-hmm. open chapters and have these, um, these communities all over where, wherever anybody wants them. And, um, I don't have the RV, so the dream looks a little different, sure. but it's the same idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once that, once that is, once I've got these chapters open, um, uh, the dream after that is, um, I want to keep, I want to continue like connecting with these communities in other areas and I really want to do a lot of research and find um, the like body positive um, communities all over the North America and eventually all over the world, like um, places that are accessible to queer people and fat people and people of all abilities and people of color. And like, I want to like um, like have like sort of a resource guide to each city, um, you know, where there's a fact of hiking chapter. So like um, each um, each like uh, ambassador can say. Oh, here's a resource list of like all the like um, yoga classes or um, you know uh, social groups that um, would be welcoming to um, people in the fat girl hiking community. Um, and then also like I really want to research um, different trails um, mm. that are accessible. Um, I'm really trying to do more work on um, finding the ADA accessible, the um, wheelchair accessible trails yeah. um, in the places that I'm going because that's really important to me that. Um, People of all abilities can have access to the outdoors. Um, I started an event in Portland called, that I call No Fatty Left Behind, mm. and it's a workshop, and it has a workshop in the beginning, and then an opt-in hike, um, because I want people to have, I want people to meet people in the, their community that are doing really cool stuff, and have people, like, ask, be like, oh, you did this really cool thing, do you want to come and talk to the group, and do a little workshop? And um, then have, like, a bunch of different people from the Portland community come and do workshops. And then we do a hike on an ADA trail. And in Portland, we have tons of ADA trails, which is, we have a really good website um, called accesstrails.org. And there is tons of information about the ADA trails in Portland, but not every city has that. So I would love to have um, some sort of um, place where people can, you know, 
be like, all right, well, like, um, you know, I want to hike, but I'm in a, I use a mobility device, or I'm in a wheelchair, or like, um, you know, my body can't actually walk very far before I need to sit down. Like, how can I, what can I do in my work to make those places more accessible for those people? You know, mm-hmm. like, I really want to support the people who, um, who need it the most. That's kind of always my thing as a leader, too. Like, I want to support the slowest person because I am the slowest person, too, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want to support people who don't get, um, don't get offered spaces in the outdoor, um, people with mobility devices, you know? Um, any sort of, um, differently able people don't get, you don't see them in the outdoors. You don't, because they don't, it is hard to find the accessible places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's like my, the next sort of step for me. Yes, that people can climb mountains. That's awesome. Right. And that's really cool. But I have friends who are like, I can't go on the hikes anymore Summer, because, you know, I have to have knee surgery and my knee, I have so much pain. I can't do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I not creating a place for my friends who can't even access the, the hikes that I'm doing? Like, that just felt like a little bit like a, a light bulb for me, sure. you know, like, okay, like, here's the next step. Yes, we can have that people and people can, you know, all of us can go hiking. So we know that, okay, we've done that. But like, what about people who, you know, need trails that are paved? What about people who, you know, need shorter trails? Like, let's see where we can find those places for those people too. And I would love to have a book or something, or maybe I'm, I'm working on making zines right now. Um, so maybe it would just be a zine, some sort of like, um, something, little pamphlet that people can buy and they can be like, okay, I, I live in this area and here's the accessible places that I can go. Mm. Um, so that's, that's kind of like my next, uh, my next level for fat rope hiking. Yeah. I just love your heart behind it. I mean, you really, I can feel your passion. I can feel your desire to <laughs> make people feel welcome. And I think that is so neat. And I love that you are looking to the next person, you know, you've, you've dealt with this group. Now, what group can I look at next? And after that, what group can I look at? And I just, I think that is so great. And I love that. And I think that's why Fat Girls Hiking is so successful because you do have such a heart and a passion and it really, it, it comes from your gut. You know, it's not just like this thing that you happen to do or else you wouldn't be all in. You wouldn't be, you know, committing your current life to it. I think that's really, really cool. I'm really impressed. I, I think you have such a great spirit for this work and I can tell that you're doing good stuff for sure. Well, thank you so much. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, it's just true. I can't imagine doing anything else right now. I'm really, I'm definitely really focused on this. So, so it's exciting. great. It's, it, I know it's the right thing I'm supposed to be doing right now, you know? Yeah, totally. So what is nourishing you now? Because I know that, I mean, and I saw your um, Instagram story the other day you shared. I love how you have like your whole setup in your car, of all, you know, your crafts and you've got your music. But what is it that is nourishing you the most right now? nourishing I, I know you sent me this question and I was like oh I gotta think about that <laughs> um <laughs> because um I would say if you asked me this yesterday um the thing that the you know and maybe this is true today too because we were I was at the coast yesterday with the taking um group hike and but really what's nourishing me I think and what continues to nourish me in this work that I'm doing is community mm. um that, that's that's the bottom line is that all of this for me is about community and um, you know, as a person who grew up, um, you know, poor and sad and, um, not really told that I could do the things that I wanted to do. I just want to like give people who have that same experience. I want them to have a place where they are, they belong and they are welcomed and mm. they feel included and they feel seen. And, um, 
I just remember, I just know that feeling so well. So to yeah. offer that um, to other people is incredible. Mm-hmm. And that, and being, um, being there for the community and them being there for me is, I mean, it's just, I get, get as much from them as they get from me, you know? And, sure. um, yeah, I would say definitely community has been, would be a, the long-term nourishing thing for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is, is that, is that what you're, is yes. that what you're asking? Yes. Nourishing? It That's a anything, perfect right? answer. Yeah. 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 Anything. That's a perfect answer that I love that because yeah. And you, I mean, this is such a community oriented job that you're doing. And so it makes sense that it would also be the thing that nourishes you the most. So I, I love that answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. Well, and they really look out for me. You know, that's like, I can be doing this, like all this, like financially, they're supporting me right now, the mm-hmm. community. And I'm like, like, you, I know you guys love the work I'm doing, but I need you to help. I, and it's really hard for me to ask for help. So sure. to say, you know, I, I need you to help me now. I need, I need your support to keep doing this. And, um, and that's, that's a really vulnerable place to be, but, but they are, I am being supported by the community right now. And, um, and also just like getting sweet messages from people who come on high school saying like, um, you know, I love you and you're doing so good. And like, um, just everyone's so supportive and mm-hmm. that, that absolutely nourishes me in, in every day. And that keeps me going because it's not always, you know, easy and it is a lot of work. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, so community, mm-hmm. definitely. definitely. They, they, I've gotten messages from all over the country saying, oh, I see you're coming to uh, Philadelphia. I, I, can offer, I, I can offer you a, a spare bedroom or a couch, and I can give you a meal and a shower. Just like, like, I probably got 20 messages like that, and I'm like, wow. That is so nice. Like, it just really, yeah, it really just like awakens. I'm not that I, I, I already know that people are amazing and good, but like, it really just awakened this, like, Thing in me, just like maybe a little bit of maybe a little bit of a cynical sure. teenager in me. Like <laughs> people are inherently good, and they yeah. inherently want to help one another. And like I'm just a random person on the internet, and they want to welcome me into their home and mm-hmm. um, and offer me support on this journey. And I just think, wow, that is that is incredible yeah. that you know we can do these things for each other. So totally. Well, Summer, you are such a delight. You're just such a treat. And I have, I've really loved talking with you. I'm so thankful that you gave me your time today. I really appreciate it, especially because the schedule has been nuts. But, I mean, really, I'm, I am cheering you on for sure. I'm so excited to see you. how your journey goes. I think it's just so fun to watch you. And I, I believe good things for you because you have such a heart behind this experience. And I think it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. Thanks so much. Well, thanks again, Summer, and I hope you have an awesome rest of your day, and I cannot wait to see as you start your journey. It starts Friday, right? The 21st? Is that Friday? Uh, yeah, I, I'm leaving Portland on Thursday, and I'll be in Missoula on Saturday. Wow. Hike, so. Amazing. Yep. Oh, and also tell us where we can find you. Where's the best place for people to reach out to you? Oh, yeah. Um, so, fatgirlhiking.com is the website, and there, the, all the events are listed under the events tab. Um, but I'm also on Instagram at Fat Girls Hiking, and then Facebook. Maybe um, I use Facebook.com/slash/FatGirlsHiking, um, and you can find go on events there. You can see you know, inspiring hikers and um, everything Fat Girls Hiking related will be on um, all of those spots. Awesome. I hope you feel encouraged by this episode. 
to go pursue something that maybe you previously felt like you couldn't for whatever reason. And if nothing else, I hope that um, our conversation with Summer opened your eyes to the fact that there are people who really struggle. And just because they look a certain way or act a certain way does not mean that they are not also welcome or capable to do certain things. So I was really inspired by our conversation. I really felt um, proud of her and encouraged to do something in my own life that maybe I feel like I have not been able to do or holding my own self back. So like I said, um, go check her out, see where she's at in her experiences right now and her journey. She's trying to open up new chapters, which cannot be easy. So anyway, go check her out, give her some love and see how she's doing. As always, you can find us at Be Nourished Podcast on Instagram. You can also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us a great deal. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week and talk to you soon.